0: Well, good morning again, FPO family, and welcome to another episode of our midweek meditation. Today, I want us to consider a few verses from Ephesians 5 that we read together late last week. In the second half of Ephesians, including chapter 5, Paul has turned his attention to the practical applications and implications that the gospel has on our lives. The gospel, according to the Bible, is not only something that we believe in our hearts and minds, but something that then begins to work itself out in all the different aspects of our lives. In Ephesians 5, Paul is applying the gospel to various aspects of our lives in the way that we conduct ourselves. He addresses our sexual ethics. He addresses the way we talk to and about people. He talks about Coveting and contentment, talks about drunkenness and marriage and family relationships and on and on we could go. In our time together today, I want us to look at two short phrases in Ephesians 5 verses 1 and 3 that I hope will ground all of the discussion about how the gospel plays itself out in our lives. In verse 1, Paul says this, Be imitators of God as beloved children. Beloved children. In verse 3, he says, sexual immorality and all impurity or covetousness must not even be named among you as is proper among saints. He calls us saints. In the midst of a pointed conversation about how the gospel shapes our lives, Paul reminds us that we are beloved children and that we are saints. This is who we are. Paul is speaking to our identity, to the fundamental nature of who God has made us in Jesus Christ. This is what makes the gospel so beautiful and life-changing. The gospel doesn't come to us and demand that we change our behavior in hopes that we might become God's children. No. The gospel comes to us declaring that God has made us his saints, his holy ones, that he has called us his children by grace and faith in Jesus Christ. It's this truth, this new identity, says Paul, that motivates and stirs and creates a foundation to begin living a new gospel-shaped life. It would be easy to read all the directives in Ephesians 5 and the other practical sections of Scripture and think that they're merely about our behavior. That's why in the midst of them, the writers often bring us back to our identity as we see Paul doing here. Paul isn't simply saying that we need to change the way we live, that we need to focus on the externals, that we should stop doing these things and start doing those things. Paul reminds us about what God has done internally, who He has made us in Christ. Paul knows that the more we remember who we are now as a result of God's love in Jesus, the more we will be transformed from the heart and the more this new life will naturally flow from it. As we remember that we're beloved children by grace, as we remember that we're saints, that objectively God has made us holy in his sight by giving us the righteousness of Jesus, the more we will desire to live that out in our daily lives through the practical applications he discusses in his letter the gospel doesn't simply give us a new list of rules to follow the gospel fundamentally makes us into new creatures beloved children and saints and the more that we remember and rest in this reality the more that living practically holy lives will be natural in our delight the more that we remember that we belong to god through jesus christ all the more will sinful habits and patterns begin to leave a distaste in our mouths. The more we remember that we are already loved, already chosen, already beloved children and saints, the more we will operate out of freedom and love rather than fear. The gospel certainly addresses our lives and conduct. But it does it as an expression of the gospel taking root in our hearts and overflowing into changed lives and conduct. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us. May each of us today remember how deeply loved we are. May each of us rest deeply in this privileged identity as beloved children of God. May each of us be those out of whom the gospel overflows in radical devotion to the Lord in all of life. I love you guys. Till next time.